welcome back to another episode of Malcolm Castaways. My name is Braxton Dalton, and of course, tagging along with me today is Hannah. Today, we are visited by a very special person all the way from Dallas, Texas. Please help us welcome the Chief Marketing Officer of Michael's Craft Stores, Ron Stopa. Thank you for being here with us today, Ron. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. I'm glad to be here. You want to kind of start out by telling us a little bit about yourself and kind of a little bit of what you do? Uh, actually, I, I grew up, I was born in Wahoo, Nebraska, um, 50 years ago, to, you know, just a little bit ago. So um, listen, I, I, I grew up, I lived in Nebraska. I went to uh, Wahoo High School, I, you know, kind of a normal everyday, you know, grew up playing football, basketball track, kind of those type of pieces. Went to the University of Nebraska at Lincoln, uh, met my lovely wife. Uh, there. We've been married now 25 years, 26 years. And uh, to be honest, uh, we have two lovely daughters. Um, both of them are in school. None of them in Nebraska. One, my uh, youngest daughter, Sarah, is in Clemson. My oldest daughter, Brooklyn, is at Emory. One wants to be an engineer and one wants to be a uh, doctor. And so they're not following in my footsteps, but I love it. And then Right here to the side, I have my two miniature golden noodles, Buddy and Gizmo. So uh, that's <laughs> kind of who I am. They Hopefully they won't add into this and, and, and embark in this situation, but they're sleeping. It should be good. <laughs> I can hear my dogs trying to bark in on the conversation right now. So hopefully that doesn't happen either. We'll see. <laughs> but it's the funny thing of Zoom. Yes, you sometimes have the, those interruptions. The old so you mentioned where to ahead. put the dogs. <laughs> Yeah, my dog, we just got a puppy. He's the golden retriever and he's a handful. Doing everything, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you went to UNL. Uh, I know a lot of people here love UNL, love that path for them. Um, so what exactly did that education path look like for you? And what did your career path look like for you because of that path you took for your education? It is, it's, my career path is a little bit, it's all over the board. I'll explain it, but so University of Nebraska, it's a great school. It really is a well-rounded education. Funny enough, um, I have a passion around psychology. I was going to be a clinical psychologist, wow. which by the way, my daughters laugh at today, make fun of me for because she's a <laughs> horrible psychologist dad. But I, I went to be, and then I figured out I didn't want to listen to people's problems. And so I moved over and used that, you know, love of kind of human nature in that side of the world to really apply to business. And because I also loved business, I loved the strategy, the creative side of that. So I went for a you know, bachelor of science degree in business administration, and I targeted marketing and management, uh, two sides, general business degree. After that, I went and, you know, so graduated and uh, got a job with Black & Decker, if uh, the tool manufacturer, and actually lived in five cities in four years. Um, they moved me around a lot. Um, and then, uh, you know, basically just a sales job as it, as it came into there out of school. Um, I always wanted to move in from that point because of my undergraduate degree, I learned I wanted to be in the marketing side. And so really get some real world experience and then go back to grad school. Now, I did choose to go to University of Texas to get my master's of business administration. Texas. So a little bit of you know, <laughs> foreign loyalties back then in the big 12. Uh, now, there's <laughs> but you know, uh, go Big Red and Hook 'em Horns didn't play really well across the board, but that's okay. <laughs> so I, I went to Nebraska, got my MBA, and it's funny, I didn't follow a charted path. And if there's any advice I can give to any of you, follow what you love 
um, because I, I went into marketing, but I also added IT. Um, I'm a, you know, usually you see a marketing side, it's very creative, very right brain. Uh, I love an IT and number side, the math side, left brain. And I wanted to combine those. Really back then, it was a cutting edge idea of having one-on-one -on -one conversations with people and really using data to target conversations. Um, that really kind of led my career for the rest of the time I've been in there. And so if you, you know, after University of Texas, I went to ConAgra Foods in Omaha. I uh, got a job there's marketing. And in some of my big, if you've ever eaten shaped chicken nuggets, that was one of my inventions. And so shaped chicken nuggets, <laughs> my big inventions that you make in your career, lifelong checks, uh, dinosaur shaped nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> Those are awesome. Pokemon shaped nuggets. That didn't work. Uh, but <laughs> Probably really trademark issues with that. That's just a blob. But you know, so we had, I mean, but you can have fun jobs in that. And so I, you know, I worked on there, Bakeway fried chicken. I uh, you know, so I worked on a lot of different jobs and worked at Conagra Foods, but I always wanted to get into retail and actually that side of it because part of the reason is there's a lot of consumer data. You know a lot about your customer when you're selling through someone like Kroger, a grocery store, which ConAgra did, or Safeway, or Hy-Vee, you don't know that customer one-to-one, -one, where in the retail, you do. And so um, I'm a big outdoorsman. I love to hunt fish. Uh, and so I moved to uh, Springfield, Missouri, and worked for Bass uh -huh. Pro Shops. If you've ever been at Bass Pro Shops, it's basically a music park for you know, people who love the outdoors. And, and there, it really started getting into meeting with the customers, learning the customers, launching loyalty programs, putting databases together. So, you know, Braxton, I knew what you bought and I could send you a direct mail piece or an email specifically. And on and yours, the same thing. And, you, you know, if you certain fishing or hunting or those different pieces, and I worked there. Then I moved to Pet Boys um, after that. And then, you know, it's funny, Bass Pro was a high growth, Pet Boys was a turnaround. The business was in trouble. And so I went to turn it around with other executives. Funny enough, after that one, and it worked and we changed it and went, you know, changed the branding to, and there's not a lot of Pet Boys in Nebraska. There's none. <laughs> we'll move on. What's the sports authority trying to save a sports authority because they were in trouble. We didn't. And so that's part of it. If you look at part of what the job I see is not just marketing, but it's also saving jobs. There's, you know, a company that went bankrupt and disappeared that I was at, there was 45,000 jobs that were lost. And so it's not always about the pretty picture. There's that backside about the business. I went then worked at Gander Mountain, which was the same, same type of piece. Um, again, turning around and we did and we sold it. And then I worked for, and you look at this work for, work for, work for, I, I call it chasing dragons. It was always about trying to save companies or grow a company, which I truly loved and redoing the marketing for them. Now, the last company before Michael's I worked at was called IPP, Independent Pet Partners. It was taking small business uh, owners and helping them grow their pet businesses to be compete with PetSmart and compete in those areas. And so um, a lot of fun. And again, my mentor, who was a boss of mine beforehand, he joined and actually started the business and asked me to come along and see if I could help him on the marketing side. And so I followed that side. After we launched and that moved forward, I then moved to Michaels, which I am the chief marketing officer now. So Michaels, again, it's a, I love it. It's a passion oriented brand, meaning people love you know, crocheting. They love artwork. They love everything they do and very passionate about it. I love working on brands like that. It says Bass Pro for the outdoors. Michaels is very much for 
arts and crafts. And so I've kind of chased my career all over the country. I've lived in 14 <laughs> states. Um, I think my wife and I now have post-college, Chandra and I have 18 addresses, 19 oh addresses um, in total. So it's been an amazing career that we moved around a lot. Um, but I've had a lot of adventures with the job starting at UNL. So it's been a lot of fun. So it, that was a long story, but yeah, I've had a lot of different moves. <laughs> it really sounds like you've done it all, and that's awesome. Um, one thing I just wanted to kind of touch base on is we've done a lot of these interviews, and a lot of them I've really noticed have the same pattern here is do what you love, not what people tell you to do, kind of. You know, you kind of took your own path, and you are now a super high up exec at one of the, I'd say, probably largest craft stores in the U.S. I don't know if that's accurate, but it is accurate. <laughs> we are, which is right. Yeah, it's it, pretty it, famous it, name. Pretty famous name. Five five point two billion in sales, twelve hundred and seventy stores. So yeah, oh. it's large. It has you know, some size to it. It may not be Walmart, but yes, it's like it's a large. <laughs> wow. That's hey, it's pretty I guess it's five to five point two billions. All we can do. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but it's, got enough. It's crazy just to see that no matter, you know, what path you take, a lot of these people we've interviewed have found what they love doing and now talk to some random high school kids about what they do. And <laughs> yeah, it's, we are it's random really, high school yeah. kids. Well, yeah. it's, it's the balance. I would say the balance I would look at, find what you're passionate about and follow that. I combine my love of math as well as psychology. So I'm a little left brain, right brain, you know, twisted um, and it worked perfect for marketing. Now there's other folks, you know, it's funny, you'll, there's, you'll find people who chase the money, chase a big paycheck and chase that. You may get it, but I find many of those people aren't happy because they're doing jobs they don't love. I also have, you know, folks who chase their passion but can't earn a living at it. There is a term starving artist and that's basically because they, you know, many of them don't make any money. And so there's that balance between, you know, happiness and doing what yeah. you love and making enough money. And I always tell my own daughters, find that balance. Don't chase after one or the other, kind of that middle ground usually pays off. And I, what I found, you know, there's rough roads, but always, you know, you know, follow, follow your passion, follow where you're going, but you know, the, it, you'll find your path as you move forward. And it's, you know, it's true. I love what I do every day. I, well, maybe not every day, some days, <laughs> I love most of the time. I love what I do. <laughs> that's well, I think awesome. that, that's anywhere you go. I bet, you know, it yeah. is. So what, since you found your passion, what does your work at Michael's kind of entail? You know, it's an average day, if you will, for you. So if you look at it, it's funny. I, I, people ask me what I do. And in my current position, I don't do a lot. I have a lot of teams. Mostly what I do is, is funny enough, it's, it's more on the strategy and the marketing side, looking at longer terms of how we should serve our customer, how we should move forward. If you look at it, I have a team of about 120 people who report to me. Um, and they cross, if you go across, it's in, plus there's probably, they work with 20, 25 agencies. And so there's, there's a large group of folks who actually, I don't, what you see on TV or what you see on email or what you see online, I do very little of that. I have people on lots of teams that I help, we, we put the plan together and we talk about it. And to be honest, we had a meeting today talking about Christmas, you know, this fall, wow. right, this year. So <laughs> we're planning, a, you know, at least a year out um, for the long term or more. But 
we, uh, you know, that, that group, we spend about $200 million on marketing. And really my team is sets up and I, I don't want to miss anyone, but it's the branding and creative. And so that's the right brain side of it. There's amazing people with skills, whether it's photography or design that develop the emails or make what you see in the newspaper, all those just wonderful artists that I have on my team. Um, I have a team that buys media. And so they work with an outside agency and they use data to target anything from a television ad to, you know, those annoying little display ads that follow you around on when you're surfing the web. Or we, uh, you know, we have, you know, YouTube or online live online virtual classes like the Zoom. We had in COVID, we actually, one of my team came up with the idea, let's do a virtual class. And we had over a million people take a virtual class last year, anything from a painted rock for kids with googly eyes to fine art um, in, in crocheting across the board. And so that's another group in, in that media buying creativity that, that does that. We have rewards. So if you're, you know, if you're a member of a rewards program, I have a team that does that. And I have a team that works on the customer data. And so literally they're just, they're pure left brain. Where my creators are right, they're pure left. And it's all about numbers. Um, a team on education and content, they're the ones that do the virtual classes, public relations and internal communications. So when you see uh, the CEO, Ashley Buchanan of our uh, company, he'll be, we'll set up interviews and work with him and put out press releases to get, you know, Michael's name in the newspaper or magazines. And we also work on the internal communication. So our 40,000 employees know what we're doing and, you know, have a pride and passion in the business. And finally, you know, uh, social media. So I have a team that just concentrates on social media. And so if, if you think, you know, how a business talks to its consumers, that's really what I do. Now it's funny, again, I say, I didn't do any of it. Really, I have a great team who does all of it, but I'm the one who worked with them. It's the strategy, I work to coordinate. I do a lot on working on budgets in those sides of the world, but I spend most of my time strategically thinking, how do we get a better relationship with the makers? And our mission is we're here for the maker. You do arts and crafts, that's my goal, uh, is to, uh, how do we communicate you? How do we make your life easier with my goal? Wow. That, that's a heavy, that's a heavy price on your shoulders. For <laughs> have a great team. There's not a lot of it. There's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pressure day to day, but I do have a great team who takes most, does literally does most of the work. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty awesome. And I know we've talked about this kind of a little bit, um, you know, it, has it always been your dream to be like a chief officer or exactly what does that mean to you to be on such a nationwide level to be that like at a high place at the table what does that mean to you I'll tell you I wasn't a you know a 10 year old boy going like I want to be a chief marketing officer I had no clue what it is. let's just be honest I don't know if I really had a clue of it in high school um, uh, but I knew that I wanted to, I had a goal running a company, being, being that officer. I love, love that side. I love that side of owning it. When I got into college, I do have to admit, I love the psychology side and it's still a passion of mine. I love, I love that whole piece of it. Um, and I still read books on it and I still follow it. And I thought I'd give that a shot because it was one of my passions. I want to try it, but it wasn't right for what I wanted to do. What I truly wanted to do was, you know, I, I love the strategic side. I love being you know, it's funny, it's not just about the Michaels business, it's about, I have 108 people or 120 people, I guess in total, on my team. It's about how do I make them all better? How do I help them grow? And I think another one of my sayings, it's all about the people, 
So if you take care of the people, the business take care of itself. And I think that's an important thing some people overlook about this. We're all humans. We all have relationships. We work really well together if you allow it. If you kind of put those blockades up or don't play well with others, it doesn't work well for you in your career either. But to tell you the truth, I may not have had planned. This was a dream of mine, you know, from the time I was 10. But I'm pretty proud of Michael's. I'm pretty proud of being a part of this executive team. It's a pretty... You know, one of the strongest executive teams, if not the strongest I've ever been on. Um, and it's exciting to be a part of it. And, you know, we're growing a lot, a lot, a lot of fun, a lot of new movement and changing a company. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it, even though it wasn't my lifelong dream. It's <laughs> maybe at seven, I want to yeah. be an astronaut and a fireman like most, you know, like most seven. Yeah, <laughs> same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we I all love in that phase, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of mentioned the social media marketing side of it. Me and Hannah are big involved into our schools, social media management. Um, we actually have our own made up titles called the co-executive vice presidents of our digital brand. Um, yeah, we were bored in class one day for that one. I love it. It's a perfect title. <laughs> and we both are kind of thinking, you know, maybe marketing business, something like that is you know, something interesting we might want to go into. Would you have any tips or, you know, a good route of marketing, anything like that, that you tell kids that are thinking, hey, maybe business or marketing is something I'm interested in? Uh, it, it is funny. I laugh about it. The social side, just to give you just a little aside, I actually have called two parents of, on, of team members of mine to tell them that they weren't just playing around on social, that they actually had a real job. <laughs> and that they were running social for a billion dollar company. And it was pretty impressive. I actually called one father of, and she, if I'm correct, she was 26 years old um, and explained to her that, yeah, she's running for a billion dollar company or social program. It's a real job. Uh, and and I, I've done it twice now, which is funny. So I think that's part of the passion. You look at social and it's a, social is about connection. Um, it's about, you know, getting a message across, building a brand. It's really building relationships really. And that, carries on not only from a personal level, but carries on into the, into for business as well. And so I think on that side of it, where I would go is if you go into college, you take that next step or even high school, get jobs and internships where you try it out. Cause you may think, wow, that'd be really cool doing, you know, social for, you know, for a living managing, you know, TikTok and Facebook and Instagram accounts, or you could find out when you're actually doing it day to day, it's no longer fun. Meaning if it's your, you know, if you love doing it and then you do it for work, do you want to continue doing it at home? And it may be, and if that's the case, you found your job, go for it. Now, sometimes though, if you're doing it every day, you don't want to do it as your hobby. Your hobby becomes work and that's a bad thing too. And so I think my advice is try it out, do the internships, take the part-time jobs. If they have to be unpaid, be unpaid, just get the experience. So then when you move, you know, as you move forward in your life and your career, you know you've checked off that box and you know either that's the way you're going or it's just a door that's closed, there's another one that's open. So take the chances, try. What's the, what's the uh, Robert Frost poem? The, uh, I took the road, not least traveled by and has made all the difference. I think that's a piece of it, but you know, test the road out before you take that road as so, <laughs> Get your yeah. foot in the water. <laughs> Get your foot in the water and see kind of temp. So very much where I would go save yourself a lot of money in college after that. Yeah. 
Yeah, you don't want to, after you know, three years of college, say, I'm changing my major and put that four-year degree to a six-year degree. <laughs> Especially now, it gets expensive fast. Yeah. Yes. And that That's great to hear, you know, because as me and Hannah start, we're almost seniors, as crazy as it is, and we're starting to look into colleges and do college tours, and it's it's crazy just the amount of different paths and suggestions, you know, because one one, like I went on a tour to UNL and their brand new business building. That's amazing. Crazy. Yeah. Much nicer than the one I went to school in. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> like what, 30 million? Is that what they said? Yeah. I can't remember the actual number, but yes, it's very nice. Yeah, it, crazy. it's crazy. I think there's more glass in that building than there is left around the world. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an amazing building. And then they kind of, you know, go down this path. And then a different university I went to, they were more like, well, we more think, you know, marketing is this and, you know, it's, it's such a changing environment. It seemed, I don't know if you'd agree with that, but you know, it's way different than it was 10 years ago. So in my, now I've been a marketer for a little over 25 years, 26 years now, I started out concentrating on only a handful of television stations. Um, when I was in grad school, literally the internet started becoming useful and I, you know, I could actually look up things on the internet and not have to go to the library. And I thought that was amazing. So I was at newspaper and a few television stations, uh, direct mail and things like that, where I have come to now the majority of my spend is, you know, targeted marketing on digital and social ads and going all the place where we're using machine learning and artificial intelligence to literally look at what you've purchased and predict what you're going to be purchasing and then send you offers or send you information or inspiration and education about that. And so if you're doing oil painting, watercolors is the next piece, or it may find out that you may go into knitting and crocheting. And so we actually are using high-tech um, targeting algorithms to target marketing. That wasn't even the mindset when I started 25 years ago, and it changes, and I have to always be changing. And to be honest, you have to be willing to change, but if all intelligence starts and ends with me, my team fails. I have to bring on good people and let them do their job and experts, and experts in social. I'm not an expert in social. I don't have a Facebook account, and I know that's shocking. Uh, my daughters have tried. <laughs> Um, I do follow my daughters on Instagram and I do, you know, go through TikTok once in a while, even though I don't post, I post on LinkedIn. There's my social site, my <laughs> business site. but that being said, I don't, I hire much more qualified folks um, who do an amazing job for us. I understand the importance of it, but I don't have to do it. And I think that's another thing too, is you don't have to be an expert in everything. Um, just be willing to say that you're not and hire good people that are. And uh, they'll take you, you know, and let them do their work instead of trying to tell them what to do. And they'll take you far. So it's, uh, you know, I think as you guys, you know, work, work with a lot of people, talk with a lot of people because it is different. And, you, you know, I've worked at a lot of different companies. It's, I, it's not the same marketing in every company either. It's always changing, always moving. And that's one thing I like about marketing. Accounting, I looked into accounting. Not for me, because I like the math side of it that's not changing as much. There are some gap rules and different things change, but it's pretty much, you know, left side, right side ledger, plus minus, here we go, debits, credits, and it's pretty consistent. Um, I like the variableness of marketing. It's always changing. Yeah, and that it is. I mean, 
people, we were talking with the school board the other day and, you know, it was decided that people go to a Facebook page way sooner than they go to a website now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, before that Facebook was really big, it was total opposite. I mean, so yeah, it's, it's an interesting field. And well, and this device is now 72% of our website traffic. So yeah. 72% of people look at the website. So it's funny, we build these websites on beautiful big monitors and screens, um, but 72% of our customers look at it on this screen. And oh, so we have to yeah. very much look at the, you know, look how the consumer, you know, it, it's all, it's not about what I want. It's about what the maker wants. And it's about our consumer. And that's, that's why it changes so much. And that's why every school you go to will have a slightly different twist on it. Um, marketing is, it's human based. Um, you're, you're building relationships and you're talking with people. People are different. People change. That's the wonderful thing about it. It's also extremely frustrating. <laughs> I can imagine. It changes very fast. So you have to love change and have to be able to deal with it. And if you can, it's, there's challenges around every corner. And that's, it's exciting. So that's why you're going to hear different, you know, different people have different theories on marketing because it really is. It's, it's, it's not all different. All different. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see where the future takes us. I'm excited. and scared. <laughs> I'm scared, but it's okay. Time. But, you know. <laughs> uh, one, one uh, you know, every journey starts with a single step. Ask a lot of questions. Don't think you know everything. And it's funny, all those sayings that your parents say that I hated growing up, you know, a penny saved is a penny earned, or, you know, my mom always said, God gave you two ears and one mouth. Use them in that proportion. literally that is my leading when I start a company or go into a meeting it's less about what I say I should be listening what other folks said understand the room and then I can you know then I talk unless I'm brought in as the expert or something like that but it's you know those those things do come back to being true even though I hate to admit it but yes they were pretty my parents were pretty smart um that being said I think you'll find that as it's true take the step trust in yourself you you will do awesome construction going on in the house so I hope that's done. Well, yeah we're okay it sounds like someone's trying to break down your door here i can do this can you see me i'll go mobile oh whoa you disappeared there yeah, you go see. oh wow. That? that's I good mo- I, guess. I will go mobile away from the pounding i apologize this is the first mobile zoom <laughs> we've got a walking You're shot a so that's impressive Hopefully. yeah well i think i mean i only got one more question for you here quick Dude. do you want anybody at twitter that can verify a twitter account yeah um someone specifically uh no but i could talk to someone on my team is there a twitter account you need to verify well we did an interview a few months ago <laughs> And it was with Kevin Kugler and he is verified on Twitter. And now it's a long running joke inside thing that our goal is by our end of our high school career that either me and Hannah are verified or our school account is verified. And after every interview we ask and, you know, see what happens, but yeah, it's, it's our goal. (laughs) Give me your handle. Send me an email that you sent me on. Send me the handle. Let me see. Let me see if I can help with that. 
Okay. I can't guarantee it. I do not have a problem with that. But Stay tuned I, I, will, <laughs> I, will, I will at least ask and get it to the you know, folks who might be able to make that happen. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's our goal. I think, I think that's all I, I got. I like that goal. I'll see. I'll do my best to help you accomplish <laughs> that goal. That, that's, what, that's our graduation. That's, yeah. I thought about this for like two weeks. By graduation, we want to go on stage and be like, everyone, guess what? We're now verified on Twitter and then just leave. And most people <laughs> drop the mic, cool. walk that off stage. I love it. To the school, to the underclass. Yeah. Yeah. Mic drop. No one's ever going to beat that. So. <laughs> it's your legacy going yeah. forward. Yep. Uh, yo, I, I love it. That's I think that's all we have for you. So, yeah. Um, Hannah, you got anything else? Because this has been awesome. Yeah, this is very good. Yeah, you're a very good talker. You know, I really like the um, that you're very um, left side, right side of the brain. And I think that that is such an interesting aspect in the way that you um, convey your messages to people like that, like understanding people is so important in this job. And I think that, that it's awesome that you you know so much about that. And I think that that, that is pretty epic from that standpoint. So that's yeah. really the last comment I have. So. <laughs> Well, I, I appreciate you inviting me on. It's been a pleasure. A pleasure meeting you. Thank you. Thank you awesome. for inviting me. This Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being here. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>